Hello, it's Tony Battalene, Chief Executive of Australian Grape Wine, and welcome to the podcast again. Uh, we're very lucky today, and we've got a very special guest, uh, Dr. Martin Cole, and I won't use that term doctor ever again, because Martin's a pretty casual sort of guy, and he's got far more qualifications than me, but so Martin is the new Chief Executive of, of Wine Australia. Now, you all know Wine Australia, Wine Australia and Australian Grape Wine have had a long collaborative partnership for many, many years. And Martin, it's really great to have you on board. So, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. And thanks for jumping in so quick. It's second week, uh, you know, get me whilst I know nothing, mate. So absolutely appreciate that and uh, looking forward to having the discussion with you. Yeah, no, it's always about trying to make myself look good, Martin. So, you know, get you in at this stage. No, it's, it's, it's just about, I think it's really important that, you know, you're at the front end of the industry. Uh, you know, One Australia is very important on all aspects from regulation through to marketing, through to R&D. So it's really important to get you in early, I think, to talk to people. Um, look, just a bit, I guess, uh, can you sort of introduce yourself and tell people a bit who is Martin Cole and where you've come from? Yeah, sure, Tony. Absolute pleasure. So I'm from England originally, um, out of the private sector originally with Unilever in, uh, in, in England and then in the Netherlands and uh, with Nabisco in, uh, in the US, in New York. So I started out in the private sector, uh, always in kind of innovation and research and uh, that science policy interface. I've done a couple of, couple of uh, spells with CSR, a number of different leadership roles within in food and nutrition and ag and food within CSIRO. And then in between, I've been director of one of the uh, national centers, one of the FDA centers in, in Chicago. Um, well, I, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't get by with shoveling the white, the, the snow every year. So uh, came back, came back to sunnier climes in, in uh, Australia. I had a couple of years in the uh, academic sector too at the University of Adelaide here at the Waite campus. Um, so an ag, head of ag, food and wine. And uh, look, always uh, been on the interface of, you know, I guess kind of private sector, government, science policy. Um, so, you know, I, I always say to people, Failed in in all three, but you know, kind of have a lot of fun at the interfaces. Put it that way. Uh, absolutely, and look, that's a and what you didn't mention, but I do know is you spent a fair bit of time on the board of Food Standards Australia New Zealand, uh, which and it's particularly important for the wine industry that you know our food standard system underpins the integrity of our product, and a lot of people don't realise how important it is. So uh, you got that really good, I think, blend of skills that go from that regular to the R&D and that big, big company experiences, understanding how it relates into the marketing. So uh, look, really pleased to have them bought. I guess for me, I'm really interested in why you wanted to go to Wine Australia. I mean, it's the second best job in the world after mine. Yeah, I think you're right, mate, actually. I mean, look, so I mean, I went, so I was at the, uh, the university and um, so I wasn't kind of really looking for a move and then... Uh, Wine Australia kind of approached me, the board and selection panel and the headhunter approached me. And just, uh, you know, we'd done, I think, you know, we'd done some pretty good work trying to get, uh, looking at the whole supply chain in the wine sector, trying to get, you know, kind of the, Mark, with great, great collaboration with Mark Christick, with the Wine Research Institute, with the universities and pulling together CSIRO and other players, really trying to get a team effort around the wine space and really conscious that it's it's an area that uh, certainly, you know, we're not, you know, let's face it, we're not without our challenges at the moment. But uh, just the thought that, you know, kind of get, especially given that, uh, 
you know, interest in commercialization of innovation, the, the, the interface with the government and stuff like that, and the knowledge, some of the, seeing some of the opportunities uh, in the wine space, wine, great, you know, great, great growing and wine space, really, you know, thought that uh, this is something, I, you know, I think we all want to do something we can make an impact with. So really quite keen to, to uh, that's why I wanted, was keen to have a look at this one. Yeah, and, and look, as I say, I, I think not only is it really important to the sector, but I think you'll have a lot of fun doing it. it it's the thing about the wine, grape and wine sector is that there's some of the best people in the world in my experience, and I, I love working with them. I'm sure you will. Now, you said you've been, what, two weeks in the job. Uh, what are your first impressions? Uh, how do you... Yeah, no, well, it's been a good couple of weeks, actually. I mean, I think for the first thing I should say I do want to make just acknowledge Andreas Clark who went before me I mean uh, I caught up with Andreas the other day and you know had a good session with him he you know I told him he needs to still view this thing as his baby he put a lot in to get this thing where we are today so it's very important to acknowledge uh, Andreas in that previous CEO and also Stephen Weiner and the team here they've done a lot of uh, really good work in the interim uh, in terms particularly getting the system, you know, governance systems right and everything. Just early impressions. I mean, I think, uh, the, you know, some of the things I think we're going to be taking a look at as a leadership team working in collaboration with you, Tony, and, and the industry is just, you know, really having a, you know, it's almost a cultural thing, but really just taking a step back and saying what, you know, if, you, if you've got the customer or the stakeholder at the centre, at the heart of everything you do, you know, that, that will change the culture of what we do and that will inform everything we do. So we're going to, that's the first priority. I'm, I'm spending the first few weeks really just trying to be a good listener and getting out to as many folks as possible, obviously still with borders opening up and stuff like that. So looking forward to doing that more face-to-face, but really enjoying, you know, trying to, trying to get out to uh, customers and stakeholders to, to really understand, you know, what they're what they're thinking. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the the market, uh, you know, with the China market and to the market diversification. So one thing I've been kind of reassuring our marketing folks is, you know, I mean, I'm coming into this as a technical CEO, but really that marketing, you know, uh, is an absolutely, particularly in this environment, is absolutely key. Opening up these other markets, it, you know, it looks like we've got. Kind of, but the, the irony of it is, you know, we've got probably quite a good supply at the moment. You know, we haven't had that with the, with the drought and stuff, but we've now got a good supply. So it's really important that we open up some uh, some of those other markets for us, as well as some traditional markets. And then just getting the the R and D again. It's uh, you know, so again, if you put the customer at the centre of things, you know, uh, so kind of getting some new initiatives to not only go faster. In terms of unlocking some some uh, some value from innovation, but but also to doing a lot more co-design, so get get the customer in the room and really work through you know why we're doing things, what are the opportunities, and then making sure that we uh, we try and move a bit faster. Really, um, yeah. no, that, and music to my ears, Martin. I mean, I, I think it's really important that both you and I we get out and we talk to everyone on the ground, there's, you know, grape growers and winemakers out there, not always in a good position to, you know, come and talk to us. So I think it's really important that we listen to them and understand. And I think the other really strong point you made to me is that in this current commercial environment without China 
with the freight problems, which make it very difficult for them both to export in particular, um, none of these problems are going away in the short term. Um, there's a real need and emphasis for people to understand the commercial outcomes of what we do. And particularly the grape growers I see who are looking at, what I think it's going to be really tricky vintage prices are going to be under a lot of pressure. So I'm really interested to see how you're going to apply that commercial lens, if you're going to apply it, but how are you going to apply that commercial lens to everything Wine Australia does? Oh, no, I think that, I mean, that's a key point. I mean, I think probably across our industry, Tan, I don't know kind of what you're thinking of, but in kind of early feedback I'm getting, I think, you know, we've lost a lot of profitability. We're probably coming off of, you know, like something like an 8% profitability on average down to probably, you know, down to 3%. And also going backwards in terms of uh, volume and price. So, so I think, you know, everything we do, we need to be, you know, applying that commercial lens to it, the value lens to it. Let's be, you know, and even, you know, we do, we do a lot of things as well in terms of, you know, resilience. And, you know, like if I think of the regulatory side that we do, you know, in terms of uh, protecting the reputation, um, you know, kind of pr provide, you know, avoid cost avoidance as well. But I think everything we do, we need to be able to, you know, be able to really, in a very kind of as simple as way as we can, try and work with our stakeholders to to really explain the, you know, the potential value of what we're doing. We, you know, because unless we get, you know, we re as a as a sector, you know, this we need to get back to some uh, some value growth. Uh, usually, I mean, sectors that are investing in innovation are also more profitable. So we really got to, you know, be able to tell tell that story at all different sizes, you know, sizes of the 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 companies we deal with too, you know, uh, in terms of innovation. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, we've got such a diversified sector. I mean, we got grape growers from all sizes, from from really small to to you know large cooperatives we've got winemakers we got three thousand winemakers you know some people mum and dads with a you know tank out the back up to the the treasury one estates and the accolades of this world so it's an incredibly diverse industry you can't please everyone all the time i'll tell you that now um i've made a made a lifetime of doing of proving that uh but i tell you what i hopefully we can work together to make things better for everyone um i guess you know five years time do you see Wine Australia a very different beast? What's your vision for it? How do you see what we're going to do? Yeah, look, I, look, I think you know. I mean, I, I mean, ultimately, our, we've got we've got to measure our success on the success of our stakeholders and customers. So, so I mean, ultimately, that's you know, getting back to you know, kind of, you know, I think one of the one of the things that really interests me about joining this one is, you know, for in the ag agriculture sector, we are incredibly value added. You know, we've got we've got all the way through the chain there and so we've got you know we could be out out in front in some of the you know particularly sustainability some of the value piece so so you know we've got the ability i think to, to pull some levers through the chain and to have that immediately impacting sort of value um so i think ultimately we'll be measured on you know whether we've been able to really together really get behind the sector and be successful but for for an organisation, I think I think you know what I'd really like to see. I mean, this is kind of the leadership uh, piece coming in, but I really want Wine Australia to be, you know, unquestionable. You know, great people to work with. I want us to be a little bit more porous in terms of of what we do, uh, particularly customer focus. 
you know, and also for our people, a great place to work. You know, let's get, I'd love to see more, I think more internships through the place and stuff like that. But really, I'd like us to be a delight to work with, you know? I mean, sometimes we can't, we can't do everything for everybody, but at least let's, uh, let's really do a good job of explaining. Sometimes it's just the, doing a good job of explaining why, you know, you can't do that, but really putting folks at the centre of everything we do. We could be an early adopter of this, you know, the RDC modernisation stuff. Let's get on the front foot, make sure that value comes back to this sector. You know, you're thinking of biosecurity, you know, soil carbon, let's get some monetization off of that going. So, you know, lots of opportunity there. But, uh, you know, so, so that's, I guess that's the kind of hope in a nutshell, Tony, but uh, but very, very, you know, very important relationship we have uh, with, with organizations like yours, absolutely key uh, in the role that you do with our stakeholders and customers. Well, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, Martin. I'm looking forward to both you and you've got a new board starting soon hopefully that we announced in the very near future i mean certainly from our perspective and and you and i have talked about this already so uh but we're very interested in making sure that industry understand that their research priorities are being addressed and and have a say in it and you know it's so important and and i know from talking to you believe the same as i that we need to get industry engaged have ownership and we'll only be successful as organisations uh, when we can achieve that. And, and I'd also yeah, like to add that the relationship with Mark Christick and the AWRI has been a very positive one. I know you worked with him before and, and they're a very valued part of what we do. So I'm hoping that the, the three organisations will work really closely together into the future. Because yeah. I think we're and look, re really excited with your new chair coming in, John Hart. I had the pleasure of working with John on Fizan's board. And, you know, that fantastic expertise from restaurant and tourism and Chamber of Commerce. So John is going to bring a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff, I think, as well into that relationship. Yeah, and we're excited too because he's got a whole lot of contacts and skill sets that we just don't have. And, and to be able to develop, that's going to make much more complete package. So, look, exciting times ahead. Um, I'm making the invitation that you will make anyway, though, if you want, if you want to talk to Martin, give him a ring. He's very approachable and he wants to hear from you all. And, and I know that's, that's a fact. Um, we'll be talking, I reckon, at least a few times a week. We already have in your two weeks. So uh, uh, looking forward to that relationship. We always end off our podcast, Martin, is people want to know, one, that you drink wine and, uh, and what's, on your, what's on your tipple list for your next glass of wine. Oh boy, that's it. That's I think is that that's uh, I've got to be diplomatic here, then have I? I reckon. So I mean, I think you know I should say we're we're in fact the family's a a bunch of hopeless foodies, yeah. So we just love food and wine. My wife used to be a chef. My young son's a chef in Sydney. So it really depends on the situation and 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 what we're eating. But we do, we do do love trying new wines. I mean, we're absolutely spoiled, aren't we here? I mean, it's just such a fantastic variety. We love trying new things with new combinations of food. But just uh, as you said, I think uh, one of the best jobs in the world. It's a great business. It's a resilient business, hugely important for Australia. But we're spoiled for choice, aren't we, in terms of uh, great. But it'd certainly be an Australian drop in the glass, mate. How's that? Uh, that's all right, Martin. But I'm going to go because I, I do. We do a lot of these, and I'm going to have you back on again. Uh, but I'm going for a Calabria, so I'm going to the Riverina, and I'm going to have a big bold red from the Riverina because uh, I reckon they're really good. One of my favourite companies. Sorry, you're all my favourite companies. Uh, I love the link they got with Wick Williams now. Um, look, 
what we will Thank do, Martin, if you're agreeable, we will have you back on. And please, anyone listening, give us a bell. Tell us what you want to hear Martin talk about. And, you know, we can go right across the gamut from regulation, marketing, uh, R&D. And get, let's get out and we'll get into the details. But, but Martin, you've... You've dobbed yourself in to be a regular on our program. So thank you very much for your time. And uh, hopefully everyone will dial in and they'll, we'll, we'll have more conversations in the future. Absolute pleasure, Tony. And thank you for your very warm welcome uh, for, for me to, to, this, to this role. To, and have a great weekend. Thanks. Thank you.